All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back against the ropes podcast number 85. We're finally here. Can you guys hear us okay? We've been struggling with this audio for the last hour. Not even kidding. Yeah, I don't think we had a man. We haven't had sound issues since episode two, right? Maybe, <laughs> maybe one in between, but yeah. Okay, but it's a quarantine special. It's bound to happen. But you know, we're here. We're strong. We're gonna move forward with episode eighty-five. Yeah. Hopefully, we sound okay. Uh, yeah, we were supposed to start at nine, but you know, things happen. We're trying yeah. out new stuff, so yeah. So we're gonna rob you with thirty minutes. Boxing is here. Comics Vet is here. Sean is here from Just Boxing Live. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in live. Can you guys hear us okay? Let us know. Yeah, sound okay? Yeah? (laughs) All right. Hey, apparently we sound okay. You know what's crazy? Like, I just restarted all the programs and unplugged stuff and plugged it back in, and it magically worked. That's all it it takes. Go figure. (laughs) Right? I'm mad right now, but anyway. Sean's like, I know all about that, huh? Yeah. I feel you, Sean, now. I feel you. <laughs> Lily said she uh, put her kids to sleep. Oh. Got them down in time. Hey, that's what's up. See, we're waiting for you. Yeah, you know. The, the, the technical issues is made up. We're waiting for you, Lily. But anyway, yeah, we're back. What's up? What's up? Man, lots to talk about. I mean, who's, who's taking the spotlight this, this week? None other than Ryan Garcia. He's been all over Twitter, right? He's been uh, trading verbal jabs. Uh, with a lot of fighters, not just in boxing, but in UFC. So, I mean, let's jump into it. You got something for us, Gio? You got some? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me mess with this real quick. So, Ryan Garcia, right? Mm-hmm. Um, July 4th. I think it's official. It's set. I believe so, yeah. Right? Um, let me put it up on the screen for you guys. That's a tweet. July 4th. I'm back. A lot of people saying they're back. But okay, let's start with Ryan. Yeah, and... Uh, De La Hoya tweeted as well. I'm proud to have run with a Cinco de Mayo and September 16th. It's now time for Golden Boy Boxing to take over our country's birthday. Yeah. Behind closed doors, I'm hearing. Yeah. So, like, it's this This is something that we talked a lot about, uh, 4th of July. It's a big holiday. And usually it's, it's, it's not a boxing date. They usually target the Mexican fans, as we all know, um, Cinco de Mayo, September dates, uh, other dates in, in, in between, but um, yeah. July 4th, usually it's always overlooked either because other American sports take over this this holiday or just uh, there's not a, lot, not a lot of interest from American um, audiences, but we've always said, like, you're already with your family, you're already barbecuing, yeah. you're already there with everybody, why not see an event and boxing is... You know what? Yeah. I was going to save the modest stuff for the end, yeah. but... Lily brought it up. Should we get into it now? <laughs> or later? Let's do it. She, she wants to talk about it. Let's go. All right. So um, this morning when I woke up, I saw Ellie Sekback. He uh, he posted some screenshots of these mm-hmm. tweets, right? So I was yeah. like, what the hell's going on? Everybody's calling everybody out. So um, I went on Twitter, went on a, went on a Mata's Twitter. Let's mm-hmm. see. We talked about this on a podcast, and y'all brought it up. Ryan's last meeting. Get your coin. <laughs> yeah, Chris. Get your coin. Chris is going to ask for free tickets. <laughs> Only problem is there probably won't be any fans right. for any of these events. Right. But all right. Let's go with. Uh, let's man, let's see, I took a bunch of screenshots. I don't know what the hell was going on. Reporting. Reporting. Right. <laughs> I have a bunch of 
uh, tweets here on your screen. De La Oya talking shit about McGregor, talking shit about Dana White, Jojo yeah. Diaz calling out Abdelmares. This it, was like probably yeah, dude, must have been a week ago. Dude, everybody's calling up about him, and I feel that, that, that that's a little disrespectful. I get it. He's a name. He's a little bit older, smaller. So all these all these youngsters, Ryan. All right. And, so here here it is. Th- yeah. This is what I Read saw it. initially when I went to Mada's uh, Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Said. And well, you guys could read it on your screen, but he's talking about which one's the first one? Funny how fighters are calling out UFC legends when they still haven't done shit in their own sport with all these misspelling errors. But anyway, let's get <laughs> over that. My old ass just getting up, and what did I miss? I don't know, something, something. People calling them out. Yeah. We're gonna go back to it in a bit because I saw another one of Jamel Herring and Midas talking about a fight. Did you see that one? All right, so it's here on the screen. It's here on the screen. Hey, Miss Gloria Mosquera is here. Hey, Hello, greetings. Shout out. But Herring said there's one reason why he wants to fight at Staples Center, and it's because of this fight, and it's Oscar Deloy against um, against uh, Shane Mosley, and I think he tagged Mades on it or something, and then Mades responded, let's do it. The Latino community is going to be there. The Marine community will be there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, and then forward to this one on your screen. I'm trying to get through these as they're popping up <laughs> on your screen. Because it's a lot. I don't even know how to process all this. But anyway, uh, they posted these replies by Ryan said something about, you think Henry Cejudo would give me a good fight in the boxing ring? And then that ensued a whole other debate. This other guy calling out Ryan and asking Dana White to let him beat him up or something like that. (laughs) And then going on to this, these are the Ryan tweets here on your screen. And you guys could... um, I'm not going to read all these. They're kind of small on my screen. but Talking shit about Manez. Talking about this Henry Cejudo guy. He said, don't end up like Connor now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well, let, let's start with Abner. Man, it's a lot. And I think Lily kind of pointed it out. Like, it's a little disrespectful for these young guns. To, like, everybody's calling out Abner. I mean, Jamal Herring, I think he's a little bit bigger. He's bigger than that Abner. Uh, Ryan's younger, yeah. you know, fresher. I mean, what, what's Mata, what was he last fighting at? 126 or did he, was yeah, he at 130? I think he went up to 130, but like 126, like in 122, like in lower uh, his natural weights. But again, obviously they're calling him out because he's a name. They want a name on their resume. Obviously they know that uh, Abner Mata is past his prime. He's, you know, semi-retired. You know, he's had that, uh, he had that eye problem. Yeah. Um, and so they want a name. I think it's disrespectful that all, like everybody's like jumping on Abner. You know, it's like it's not just one yeah. guy. It's like multiple guys. I so. just opened up the lines. You guys can call at any point if you guys want to call and, and chime in because I don't know. This is interesting. You were saying something about there's a reason why they were calling him out. Yeah, yeah, because he's a name. Okay. You know, so he he's known in the boxing community. If you have Abner Martins in your resume, like a lot of people are going to like start giving you credit. Um, of course, Ryan is known for not, you know, having a, a name yet. He's got some opponents, but not name opponents. So of course he's gonna jump on it. He's been talking about Linares showdown. Yeah, I think he even called him out uh, on that tweet too. And so it's like everybody's looking for a name. Obviously, Herring doesn't really have a name. Yeah. He's a title holder, but he doesn't have a name there. Ryan doesn't either. Um, JoJo just got a title. So I mean, if anybody's deserving of that fight, it's probably JoJo because he, you know, he against Manis. Yeah, if there's somebody deserving. It's definitely JoJo. But I think it's but just why all of a sudden. But, all, but everybody jumping on it's did, like. Did I miss something? I don't know. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. But it's like all these vultures, you know, on the carcass. It's like, <laughs> like Abner is. He's gonna. I think he's a Hall of Famer. He's gonna go down multi. You know, multi uh, title holder. 
but he is like at the end of his career he still has a good like a lot of good fights yeah but i think he has to be selective of who he fights now you know he right now it's kind of just securing the bag for him and so he's already done a lot enough for boxing um he's got that eye thing again guys i don't <laughs> i mean so to him he wants so to i'm gonna read some of Lily's yeah, yeah. chicana boxing's comments Midas is done love the dude yeah. But the youngins shouldn't be calling him out when there's so many names. True. <laughs> Beating Mares doesn't prove much, though. Huh. I mean, again, it doesn't prove much, but it does get you a name, right? <laughs> it does get you a name um, under your belt. But, yeah, I think it's it's a little, it's a weird timing for these guys to be, you know, calling name fighter, like this kind of fighter out. Right now we're in quarantine. Everybody's getting a little desperate. You yeah, Ryan says something about don't get knocked out in the first round or something like that. Oh, yeah, because Mighty's got knocked out by Johnny, Johnny Gonzalez. Gonzalez so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. What's going on, man? Is yeah, this yeah. quarantine making everybody a little bit more brave or <laughs> is it it's all like, just, is it all talk? Is it like, all boredom? It's like quarantine courage. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I think they're a little weight, a little bit out of line calling Mighty's like so many. If it was one, maybe two, then it'd be like, okay. Why did Jojo Diaz call him out? Like, they might have say, I'm coming back or something. I'm ready to come back or what happened? Yeah, there? I'm not sure about that. I just I just, I just, just saw the tweets of them calling him out. Um, again, it's just it's, he's a name. He's a well-known name in the boxing world. JoJo said, I want to retire, Matis. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, Matis has some good comebacks. I think he said something like, uh, going to get my 10 hours of sleep because I'm an old man. Da, da, da. Um, he can still make some quality fights. It's just... Again, he's at the tail end of his career. He should. Mata said, "You ain't knocking no one out, especially in the first round. Wake me up when you fight someone decent. Go back to sleep. I'm gonna go back to sleep. I need my ten hours. Whatever, us old man. Blah blah blah. Yeah, but there's <laughs> a lot of disrespectful words going on, man. Yeah. And it looked like the herring and Midas one here on your screen. It looked like that one was a little more friendly. Or yeah, something. that was a little bit more respectful, yeah. more friendly." I mean, Heron doesn't have a whole lot of knockouts, so we could last more rounds. It'll be more competitive. Again, it's going to be crowd-pleasing. They have their own separate crowds, so I mean, Mata's obviously a bigger crowd, but I mean, that would be... I, again, I would, if I had to put it, who deserves a Mata's fight? Jojo first. And size-wise, it makes sense. Size-wise, it makes sense. Yeah. Herring's a little bit bigger, and then Ryan is just... He just wants a name so bad. So bad that he's calling out UFC fighters, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it because of the UFC fights or? Of course, like that, that UFC event, this last one was the biggest sporting event um, that captured the headlines. So obviously there's going to be, you know, some crosstalk. I didn't expect this because I, I, as a boxing fan, I don't know who this guy was. I'm, I'm sure he's a big name in the UFC. Who, Henry Sejudo, he's a... I've heard the name before, but uh, I can't yeah. say I've seen him fight before. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've seen his resume, he's well-respected. Is that the guy they call Kokui? I'm not sure. I know he won a gold medal in wrestling. Uh, so he's he's a decorated Olympian gold medal. He's well-rounded, uh, well-respected. Um, one of the best in the UFC. But he's calling out Ryan Garcia. And it seems like they're going to go towards the boxing ring. And if it goes down, it's still very much uh, up in the air. But um, Lily says I, Herring is a top-notch dude. Hey, he came at stacks. So, apparently, <laughs> I don't know. He came at stacks, man. Sean could attest to that. Yeah. <laughs> Some, I, mean, I, I started. I, I watched some of uh, Sean's uh, just boxing. Okay. And I, they were talking about it. <laughs> he, he told him basically the same story he told his last yeah. week. It's all. It's all. It's the beef has been has been settled. Settled, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so there's, yeah, there's <laughs> no real beef there. It was just 
I man, don't know, man. This quarantine is stags getting into beasts and boxers. I mean, that's when you know you made it. When we get to beasts, like the Lalos and like you know, <laughs> Lily, have you got any beefs yet? I'm curious. Have you had any beefs with anybody? But um, yeah. Uh, and and let me let me. <laughs> Sean is laughing over. <laughs> Stax was out of pocket though. Yeah, <laughs> we t- we we kind of grilled him last week, right, Sean? Yeah. We're telling him a little bit. He's he's gonna hop on the he's gonna hop on the on the comments right now. Watch. Yeah. In my opinion, they gotta leave Abner Maris alone. Go fight guys like Lily said. There are there's many names out there. <laughs> Go fight like El, El Tiburon or these other young guys. Maybe not names, but they're quality fighters. That's that's again like whoever Ryan fights, people are gonna tune in. So maybe fight. It shouldn't be Maris though. The thing is, it's it's what's what's it I think high high. So it's low risk, high reward, right? Yeah, I think he stops Maris honestly. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, four years ago, no. Three years ago, no. But now, yeah. So yeah. yeah so I think yeah, JoJo will probably be the one that's more, you know, a little bit more fair. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Again, if, leave Midas alone. But if he takes the fight, get the get the JoJo fight. That's a little bit more deserving, more your yeah. size. Comics vet says UFC ain't shit. Yes. I'd rather watch a rerun fight on Showtime over any MMA. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't get into MMA. It's crazy because any punch you take, you're going to start bleeding. Like, it's, mm. I don't know. I was talking and then the best fighters don't always win. I remember when, yeah. when the spider Silva, he, lost, he yeah. kicked the dude and broke his shin, and there you go. You lost the fight Yeah. <laughs> the thing by about, attacking. <laughs> the thing about like UFC, I think there's less accumulated punishment because they don't have gloves so like a fight tends to end earlier you get the mm-hmm. knockout quick boom the, the ref jumps in and like it's over yeah in boxing there's accumulation of punches and then again it's like you're just taking it taking it the ref gives you a chance to get back into it I, they're obviously better at stopping fights than before um but it's still accumulation of punches and of course we have sometimes freak accidents or or things <laughs> that happen you know so yeah so yeah. this is one thing we discussed i think last week a little bit Lily says, thing is, people will be kissing the person they're interviewing's ass. It's okay to have an opinion. But the wording was way off for someone who is as known as Stax as a writer. Yeah, there's way to, there's way to word things. And, and um, like I said uh, about, <laughs> what's his name? Devin Haney, right? If you said it, you meant it. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of like when you apologize, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Some t- I mean, obviously, we all have opinions as people, right? We all feel some like some type of way. We favor- oh, don't get me started on Jesse with yeah. Steph. <laughs> we favor. <laughs> we have our favorites as people. We have as fans. We have our favorites. We favor somebody. We think this is somebody, but we have, once we get into the professional, like we just have to pick and choose our words. You know, of course, there's things I want to say. You know, directly, but I have to kind of pick and choose my words. And yeah, and only says. I know a lot of a lot of people who are like that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of a lot of boxing people are like that. Like, yeah, they, it's too much. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> stop. Yeah, you just have to find that it. person. Don't even like you, <laughs> right? You got just gotta have to find that professionalism and then that balance and stuff. Like, I don't think I would have a. Those are key words there. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I, I don't think I would have a like problem telling a fighter like off the record I'm like hey dude honestly like we've done it yeah we've done it we've done it to our friends like maybe we try to be nicer on the show because they're in front of the cameras and mics you know we don't want to put them on the spot like that but off the cameras like you know we tell people yeah yeah. honestly like let's say 
let's say we example if we were cool with Broner, if we were cool with Broner, we would tell him out there, dude, you got your ass beat, bro. Like for my hood, I would did tell not you, like, watch Broner, you win. <laughs> <laughs> my hood did not see you win, <laughs> bro. Like what's going on, dude? Like I would still be amicable, I would still be cool, but yeah. I'd be like, and we bro, talked about what's this going too. On? We talked about this too, and we we're talking about um the comments that Paulie yeah. Malignaggi said about uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Right. We we had a whole like ten minutes on that. Yeah. Keeping it real with your people in your circle. Yeah. And it's like again, these these some some of these boxers are just, you know, in that circle where nobody you don't wanna get cut off. Yeah. You know, um, so you just go with, with the flow. Yeah, let but, me get to some comments here because in fairness, you would lose a fight in boxing too if you kicked a dude and broke your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it's happened where people, you know, injure their knees or whatever and then can't continue. Yeah, yeah. I think that happened to um didn't that happen to the snake, the Atlanta snake against uh, uh, Daniel Jacobs? I think it was the second fight. He injured like his knee or something. Yeah, yeah some something. weird stuff. Miss um, Gloria says, kind of feeling bad for Mattis. Yeah, yeah. yeah getting, I mean, and I was trying to figure out why people were coming at him. Like, did, I don't know if I missed something, but everybody left and right was calling him out, and then UFC somehow got involved. Like I, I have some tweets of Oscar De La Hoya against Dana White. I don't know if I showed it already. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan and this MMA dude, and yeah, and then it goes back to Mata somehow. <laughs> I know people are gonna like, you know, hit at me with this comment, but I, I kind of seems like it's like a, a wounded lion, and the hyena is just around him, dude. It's just like, dude, just leave yeah. him alone, leave him be. He already did. But he's it. not backing up though. He's, he's still, not. Yeah, yeah. he's so. still digging, still throwing shots. I mean, man, y'all gotta leave him alone. Shoot. All right, Lily says, it's not just a conversation with your homies off the record. This is an interview you're conducting, whether it's a more relaxed interview over live or over a podcast. You're also you're still a writer who must maintain credibility. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, UFC is too brutal for me. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. Who says too brutal? Derek is here, but he's driving. Don't hey. Don't podcast and drive. <laughs> yeah, Derek, pull over to the side. And <laughs> pull over, the spend the night. <laughs> spend the night on the side of the road. What time is it over there? You got some snacks. <laughs> we know you got some snacks in the bag. But pull over, bro, and enjoy your snacks. Enjoy the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, Ryan uh, looks like it, it's going to be here in Cali, right? Yeah. No fans. Um, and obviously, I think the whole world will be watching, like you said, yeah. even if he doesn't fight a guy of, you know, the stature of uh, Jorge Linares or someone mm-hmm. like that. This is probably like a good time for him to fight like just, you know, uh, not not so risky fighter. Everybody's gonna, a lot of people, a lot more people are gonna be tuned in. It's kind of like the perfect time to like make him look good. Of course, he's gonna get some 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 flack from like the boxing community because they, you know, we know we're just very crit- we're critical about how you fight, but we'll, we'll kind of we'll understand in a way because of the circumstances. But um, that just kind of puts pressure. We all understand, name. but a lot of people won't. <laughs> Right. I already saw a lot of negative comments. <laughs> so you know all you fight yeah. is bombs, right. this and that. I and mean, it's like... 2019 and 2020, a lot of people have been letting that fucking word fly. Which like one? it's nothing. Bomb or... <laughs> yeah, like but, I think, but I think this time because of quarantine, because of what, like COVID-19 right now, people are like, you got to take what you can, right? So like, you're not going to complain. You get to see Ryan fight. Would I like to see him fight a name? Of course. Would I, would I like to see him tested? Of course. But it's like the circumstances, so... That just adds pressure for the next one. Like, okay, now you really got to fight somebody. If you fight some artists now, dope. If you fight some later, dope. It's just, by by end year, you know, he kind of made promises. Like, 
or he made you know predictions that he was gonna fight name fighters that he was gonna become a title holder if not by year's end by 2021 so it's like do we gotta still stick with what you said you know because oh, yeah. the criticism is gonna come regardless he he knows i'm sure oscar has told him the criticism is always gonna come it's just you just gotta go to go Fucking oscar go. still takes criticism from that tito fight <laughs> for real it was 20 years ago <laughs> you seen his post that he put like uh you don't want the smoke uh, we'll get into that talking yeah, about UFC. No, I don't watch it. I, did you hear about that? That like Connor, yeah. there was like <laughs> hey, an Stax is checking in. What's up, Stax? Stax in the building. Damn, we got an all star. Um, Com- Comics vet says, where are you going in Cali though? Uh, the state is talking about extending the lock the lockdown mm-hmm. next to three months. Yeah, so is that going to affect um, sports? I suppose it should, right. It should be. Well, it looks like it's a through really July. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Vegas, it is. Anywhere but Cali, right? Yeah, I, I read a thing where Oscar was inquiring, I think Cali, Nevada, and mm-hmm. Arizona or something like that. There's always Mexico, right? Shh, don't get one. Yeah, Mex- <laughs> hey, about that, Mexico. Um, let's talk about that real quick okay. because, um, let's see, let me put this thing up on your screen. All right, so there there's some fights that's supposed to happen in Mexico in June. Mm-hmm. So three world champions set to... To okay. fight June as boxing eyes return in Mexico. So Sanford Promotion said it's planning to feature three world champions in June. WBC junior lightweight uh, Miguel Berchelt, WBO featherweight champion Emmanuel Navarrete, and WBO junior flyweight champion Elwin Soto. And that's Damn. it to take okay. place in Mexico. Some good names, Navarrete, you know, Berchelt. I, I, you guys know these guys are well-respected. They're, they're true I would say true champions, you know, we, we say title holders, you know, to the ones that have a belt, but these guys are true, true tested, you know, champions. And so, um, yeah, this is an exciting card. I mean, we joke, like we joke, we'll never get the cards of a uh, Don King, but this is a, it's a, <laughs> it's a decent card. You got two, two world champions there, Mexican descent in Mexico. So it's going to be, it's going to be good. Um, like your respect to Nicaragua, they had zero cases, right? Of COVID-19. Well, after the fact? Or? Yeah, yeah, after the fact. And uh, at the uh, UFC, no. UFC, they had one case plus the yeah, cornerback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll so talk about UFC. <laughs> yeah, UFC next. Yeah. We could skip Andy Reese. I think we settled that last week, right? He's not going to become champion. We again. said that he was not going to become <laughs> champion. Like, I mean, his chances heightened by being with, uh, with the Canelo team. But we just we just don't think with the... the, the, the so it's not going to make a difference training... It's going to make him better. It's going to make him a little bit more disciplined. I just don't think it's enough. Um, again, Tyson Fury, like Tyson Fury, like the title holders, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua are not the same title holders three years ago. These guys, like Tyson Fury took losses outside the ring. He had to dig deep to be where he's at now. He's in a whole different mentality. Anthony Joshua took a loss inside the ring, had to dig deep to be where he's at now, like mentality-wise. I think these guys are just at a different level right now. And I don't know if... If Andrew Ruiz sees that, has that type of mentality to dig deep from where he's at now, which is like in a way the losing column. So, but a lot of people, a lot of people hop back on the bandwagon. Yeah, Um, like I stated, I I checked back at the poll that we did, and sixty nine percent said he will become champion again. Thirty one said no. So people hop back on that wagon as soon as he. That's posted them pictures with the Canelo team. That's the thing when you were when you're born into Mexican descent, you're. You're in a way, given that that Mexican support, you know, even when you don't deserve it, I guess, 
uh, we talked about the Victor Ortiz, you know, stories where like he, you know, he goes, Ortiz takes loss after loss, but yet people still give him a chance to come back. The Mexican people are just enamored with like their own fighters and they will give him a chance if they show some signs of coming, of a comeback of, of, you know, changing the story. Of course, we, as a whole, people love underdog yeah. stories. Mexican people love underdog Ladies stories. Ladies and gentlemen, he's back. <laughs> he is back. Look, I was going to post this on our page. Ah, and be like, he's back. Wait, no, so not Mayweather, the other guy. Takashi's back. No, let's not talk about that. Mike Tyson's huh? back. Everybody's back. Um, quarantine, man, has a way of making you want to come back. Yeah, but, so going back to Minus, um, sorry to cut you off there, but yeah. Minus is a big name. These young bucks are understanding the business. Yeah, and I think um, uh, Stax is familiar with uh, Adano Choa, too. Uh, he talked to us a little bit about that. How long was that? A year ago or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, he called out Mares. And, uh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> he called out Mares back then. I think it was before the entry. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, they were saying it was a little bit disrespectful. And I think he got a chance to talk to Mares. And, like, it's, you know, I respect you and all your great champ. But, you know, I want yeah. that spot. You know, that's what a lot of young people are doing. Yeah. And, you know, they want that spot. They want that that name, like you said. <laughs> Do you want to read the comments, Gio? The What's up? Which one are you looking at? Comics Vet said um they should fight at Dodger Stadium. No fans, because it's not it's not close like the Staples or the Forum. Okay, it's gonna be interesting. California, there's still seems like everyone's still very hesitant. So yeah, to me, to me, Gloria's comment about Mades. I mean, if you're Mades, you your stock just went up. You can just be like, yo, everybody's calling me out. I already got a family. I already, you know, have a foot out the door. Y'all better pay me big bucks if you guys want me to get back in that. You think Mares is coming back, like for real, for real? I think it's enticing enough for him to to pick and choose if he wants to come back. And if he does, I'm, I'm telling you, ask for that money. His, I love his comment when he's like, "I'm not with uh, with homeboy," you know, dissing Golden Boy. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? So like in the Sorry, in, in I a, spaced out. So in a tweet, I might have said, "I'm speaking facts. I'm not with homeboy," which is a diss of Golden Boy. Remember they had that little fallout where they didn't give him like press uh, credentials for some of Golden Boy's fights. To Abner? Or? Yeah, when Abner was working <laughs> with, uh, I believe, PBC. Yeah, Fox or whatever. Yeah, PBC. yeah. So, like, there's that fallout. So, that's kind of funny. Like, call him homeboy. I'm going to start using that. Shoot. <laughs> you know what's funny? I saw this, uh, I don't know, if, like, Ellie Sekback posted this old video or something mm-hmm. about Abner Manes. And okay. then... He's talking about Mares like growing up in in Hawaiian Gardens, and in parentheses put like a uh, very dangerous hood in L.A. or something. Like that. <laughs> Hawaiian Gardens. See, <laughs> Ellie is an interesting. He's an interesting guy, but he's he's, he's he's pretty solid. I mean, he knows the stuff. He loves boxing. I think anybody that loves boxing respects anybody that loves boxing. Some characters in boxing, you know. He's mm-hmm. one of them. He's a cool dude, funny guy. Yeah. All right, yeah, so the venue too, the the price renting the venue, um, that's another thing too. Comics Fest said they might be able to get it for cheap. No, I agree with that. Dodger Stadium. Yeah, just any venue in particular, because like not any in particular, because businesses are suffering. So I think yeah. they're gonna take whatever they can get. Honestly, especially I'm... like boxers too, they're gonna take smaller purses than than before, unless you're uh, like Canelo who have your contract. Yeah. I, I know renting. I'm sure renting Dodger Stadium is. Hell of expensive, like during regular times, it's such a smart marketing move to 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 rent it, especially if it's an LA based fight, LA based fighter, you know, trying to tap into that baseball, you know, um, you know, that uh that audience, 
again, you never see anybody rent out the, the Dodger Stadium because it's so expensive. You know, you, they either go to StubHub Center. Um, yeah. We see them go to... Um, and baseball has like mm-hmm. two games a day, so it's yeah, hard so to get it's that super stadium. Difficult. <laughs> but I think it's... You got to break the bank a little bit to go rent Dodger Stadium and do it, you know, and... If you're a Dodger fan, mm-hmm. like tap into that audience, dress up in blue and white, wear that cap, you know, do what you gotta do to sell yourself. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I think that's a good, good move. Open uh, arena, you know, just distance, keep that distance. It's gonna give you know some some press to to the LA Dodgers, and so you're connecting with the city. Why not go mm-hmm. for it? Yeah, and once again, uh, the numbers on on your screen. If anybody wants to call in, uh, let's go to some comments here. On the side. Well, anyway. Uh, okay, what are they saying? All right, what are the people saying? Miss Gloria says she's back from Mexico. Yeah, so um, should we make the announcement now or later? I don't know. Give us permission. <laughs> right, I don't know. Are you going to call in? You got, you got Gio's number? Yeah. And then Stacks uh, highlighting that Adan's only loss was to Blue Nose uh, Lopez early in his career. Yeah. And he's, he had Buddy McGurk back um, in his corner at the time as well, right? Mm-hmm. Lopez, I remember seeing that video of Adan after the loss going to the, to a, you know, backstage and giving Lopez props and Buddy McGurk, you know, embracing mm-hmm. both of the fighters. Mm-hmm. All right. He's got some laughing emojis, okay. All right, yeah, but, um, you know, real quickly, let's talk about this UFC thing because I did see some interesting stuff. Um, I didn't watch the show. You're pregnant? <laughs> Who's pregnant? No, I don't think anybody's pregnant. <laughs> Dude, I'm low-key waiting for you to put a... a second drink. A what? <laughs> a little, little tweet. <laughs> All right. All right, so um, I saw this from Bernardo Suna. So he tweeted this out. There, there's uh, apparently one of the fighters tossed the interim belt okay. after the win in the post-fight interview. So he had the belt around his waist, took it off, and just tossed it. And then Joe Rogan was like, wait, what happened? You don't, you don't want the belt? He's like, I'm going to wait for the real one. Hey, respect to that. So, um, What's his name? Respect. I like that. Uh, he has this tough name to say here. I'm going to try to read the tweet here. Boxers should uh, take note. This is Bernardo um, Osuna. Uh, Bernardo, Bernardo. Boxers should take note of the boss move that Justin, I don't know how to say that, that other name, just did with the interim belt. Tosses that trinket while demanding okay. a shot at the real champion, Team Khabib. I understand how hard fighters were to earn a belt but a scrap doesn't necessarily make you a champion. Okay, so that was Justin Gaethje. It's weird to say his name. Gaethje? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, I was going to say. Gaethje, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. You yeah. know, we get a pass to the boxing good. fans. Yeah. So we're not supposed to know how to say his name. So, yeah, so that's the guy that fought uh, the other. This is the main event. This is the Justin. Oh, this was the main event? Yeah, so yeah. Justin fought uh, Ferguson, and I guess there were talks between Ferguson and Connor, and then Khabib now. So Khabib is the guy that pretty much totaled Connor, so he's a yeah, real... Yeah, I don't know about all that, but I want to get to this belt. Do you yeah, agree yeah. with that? Do you think boxers yeah. do that more? Because we saw Inoue yeah. do, do that the after he won the WBSS, right? The, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I respect that. Um, Obviously, like, if you're a boxing fan, you're not going to really, like... You're going to have that, that favoritism towards boxing as opposed to UFC, right? I mean, that's yeah. just... That's expected. 
but yeah that's i respect that like wholeheartedly because i mean i would want to see those kinds of things shown you know in in, in boxing yeah interim belts you know they, yeah, i guess they have some some prestige because that that's the stepping stone to the actual belt but that's not really a belt that's not really a belt guys we all know this it's not fucking it's not you called it a trinket you know what, you <laughs> a, know what a trinket is it's like what uh a trinket. I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I know. This sounds so like medieval. It sounds disrespectful. Trinket. <laughs> it's like a it's copper like an spoon. Ornament. Ornaments or something. Yeah, an like ornament. That. Yeah. It, it, it's, it sounds disrespectful here. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, continue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like respect for him to like not, you know, to not, you know, bullshit. Like that's that's not the real belt, or that's not you're not taking. The actual champion's belt. Okay, here it is. A trinket. Here, I don't, I don't know if you guys can hear this. There you go. A small ornament or item of jewelry that is of little value. See, telling you, it sounds disrespectful. <laughs> little, little value. Let's start calling these boxing titles trinkets. Trinkets. Yeah. Oh, he has a trinket. Okay, I like that. Hashtag trinket. I'll sign off on that. All right. I'm gonna start using yeah certain certain terms now. Okay, so yeah, respect to that. Like, like I'm going back to that. When a fight, I mean, of course, you're you're gonna be happy that you want to fight. That it takes you closer to that title that you're that you want to get. Whether it's the UB like WBC or other entity, you want to have that actual you know legitimate belt, interim belts, diamond belts. I don't know, other you know. Other belts, they're not the actual ones. And so when someone kind of just brushes it aside, it shows that they know the sport and they know who's the champion, who's who's the best to beat. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Comet Smith said it sounds stage. Um, it sounds like some WWE, they pull shit like that for attention and clout. <laughs> I'm buying that. Not yet. I kind of agree with that because, um, you know, in, in boxing, like, for example, if somebody does that, let, like let's say um let's say a guy who's 20 and 0 wins mm-hmm. an interim belt for wbc yeah and they just straight up toss that thing you think wbc is <laughs> gonna give him a, a shot at the real title anytime soon True. like I mean, fuck this guy man we don't need him <laughs> I, I mean ufc i, I can see it because they're like oh yeah let's do this let's do this for attention and, that's and true. you know dana white kind of allows people to kind of do whatever yeah. they want you know be on peds go, <laughs> you know break uh yeah. windows from buses and all this stuff yeah. that's the thing i think when you market yourself well enough when you're exciting enough when you're charismatic enough when you're doing everything right they cannot just discount you just because you kind of like discount or you just put that mm. trinket to the side obviously yeah. who's gonna deny no way in a way the title shot right yeah, he, he don't, he, he he don't can do it because he, <laughs> he don't can do it. it like like uh comic says says Drop, uh, boxers drop belts when they don't face mandatory challengers and instead they fight better fights yeah but you don't actually see them grab it take it off and boom boom put it in you the bag yeah and it, thinking back yeah it was probably staged because the camera was just like you know on the belt and then on the ground it was like oh. know, it was very cinematic you know yeah. <laughs> that's funny all right let's see what did that what did anthony say so i could just put a comment um, Anthony Sandalina Stacks. I went to an MMA event once with Big Surge, the cut man. The fans hate boxing, but when the fighters clinched 
on the ground, those same fans were yelling, stand them up and make them box. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Very, very true. This, I mean, of course, you have your bias. If you're a UFC yeah. fan, you're going to shit all over boxing. If you're a boxing fan, you're going to shit all over you know, yeah. UFC. It's the loyalty thing. It's something, your preference. But that's a, that's a funny uh, observation because it's true. People want to see man to man. It's kind of like, like the bias interviewer, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, but you know that, like, I, I'm not a big fan of Mayweather, but when when uh, when UFC people or MMA people would say that, all he does is hug and run around. I'm like, three-fourths of your fight is two sweaty men hugging on the ground. So it's like... It's true. <laughs> why are you criticizing? Yeah. Like, literally hugging. Yeah. No, not. I'll ask, I'll, I'll pose this question. Do you think it's a smart move for Ryan to fight a seasoned UFC fighter? In a boxing ring. What happened? Do you think it's a, it's a smart move for Ryan Garcia at his age, at his, you know, um, at his level now to fight a seasoned UFC proven fighter in the boxing ring? If that fighter um, brings in enough fans, yes. Because mm-hmm. now you're introducing Ryan to a whole new demographic yeah. of people. Right? He's already famous when they, when they, when they look it up and say, Sehudo, I don't even know who he is, but uh, yeah. his name was on the screen. So yeah. when they say Sehudo's gonna fight this little kid, who is this? When they go on his Instagram and see five million or whatever he has, they're like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, I see him. You know, but um, it's not gonna do anything for his legacy though. Yeah, he's gonna his... do something like as far as the internet and followers. Yeah, and but exposure. boxing legacy. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so if, if he takes a loss, does this hurt his legacy as a boxer? If he takes a loss to a, to an MMA guy, yeah, of course, yeah, yes. So you would that guy? Would you put him in there with him? Yes or no? Do you take that risk? Yes or no? As a let's say you're your goal, you're your Oscar, you're the promoter. Do you put him in there with him? Yes or no? COVID times, no. <laughs> COVID times, no. I want to make as much money as possible. Okay. I want fans in the stands. Yeah. All right. Okay. And I, yeah, I don't know. So UFC would. When when they had Connor, he it, it kind of didn't have anything to do with UFC, right? Yeah, no. it was just like him coming into the boxing world, and he took a beating. It was sad. Ridiculous with the. <laughs> <laughs> but me. Yeah. Um, as a as 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 let's say I'm Oscar. I do. I would. I would put this MMA guy in a boxing ring where it favors my fighter. Of course, it's a little risky because Sehuda does have a bit of a boxing background. He does fight a lot standing up. Um, but I still think Ryan is in his element. He's faster, taller. He will knock him out, most likely. So you take a little bit of risk, but it's in the, it's not a high enough risk. And the reward is big. Sure, he could avoid... Which is what Sean is saying here. Yeah, sure, you could avoid him. And you're still going to build Ryan up over the years. But that's like going from mile six to mile... 10 killing two years of like exposure so would i do it i'd take a risk especially if you're oscar oscar who's known for taking risks not just as a fighter but as a promoter i say do it small guy you know why not it's not so high of a risk as as a lot of people think he is a really good you know fighter overall but this is a boxing ring against a you know up and coming pretty good fighter and so I do it. Yeah, there's some 
some Lily agrees with Sean as well. Comics Vest says he has nothing to gain from fighting the UFC fighter boxing. Ryan is gaining popularity popularity mm-hmm. organically. Doesn't need gimmicks like MMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He'll take a lot of negative from the boxing community. Yeah, yeah. Well, but the I mean, people who already hate him. You know? Yeah, but but I mean, again, you're like, okay, so there's always this fight between boxing and UFC. Yeah, you beat a UFC guy, you're gonna be like, hell yeah, we beat a UFC. Like, you know, of course, the boxing community will. There is always gonna be criticism, like, you didn't fight a real boxer, da da da. da yeah. But and at the end you of the day, you could at least day, say I yeah. beat a UFC. At the end of the day, like the that Mayweather McGregor thing. Like, yeah. Boxing people hated it. I still hate it to this day, but. Mm-hmm. Hey, it still brought a lot of attention to boxing. Yeah. They made a lot of money, and and that night boxing won. So yeah, I mean, I'll take another W against <laughs> MMA. Right. It was pretty that that build up obviously was a little bit you know there were was a little bit exaggerated, it but, but it was it was <laughs> it was cool. It was entertaining. You're in there. Obviously, it got kind of old towards the end, but it was cool seeing. Someone else played the villain card other yeah. than, than Mayweather, so that was cool. Yeah. Dude, I always say I would have loved to have seen uh, Mayweather versus Mayorga 24-7 or, like, Presser. That would have been... Of course, we know who's going to win in Mayweather, of course, but, like, just the trash talking between Hey, them you never been, know. Come on, The man. trash talking El Matador. Been, El Matador. Hey, if he, if he took out Forrest, who's a great boxer, man, you never know. He had that awkward style, right? But, yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen the, the press conferences of 24-7 for that. Okay. Too and you know, guys. we s- kind of skipped over the, the other UFC fighter who tested a positive. Oh, that's right. Yeah, what was his name? Not for PEDs this time. <laughs> it was for... Uh, ba, ba, ba. <laughs> for COVID-19. I don't know his name. Um, I'm not particularly Sousa? interested. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, but himself Sousa? and two of his cornermen tested positive, and then they got pulled out of the... The card? Yeah. So that's another L It's always forward. a risk, right? Yeah. But, I mean, it seems like it was handled well. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of positive reviews mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Um, a lot of people I, I saw were saying that they they kind of like the no fans because you get to hear the punches. Yeah, that's right? that's, that's cool. different. I mean, we've been ringside many times. And mm-hmm. you, you hear the punches. You almost feel them, too. Yeah, we hear the punches. But, yeah, when it's completely quiet. Yeah. There was some funny moments where Joe Rogan was like, Blah, 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 ladies and gentlemen. And he's like, oh, wait, there's nobody. <laughs> See that? <laughs> he cut himself twice. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there's nobody here. Well, I mean, there's still an audience watching from home. Right. <laughs> but yeah. You play it off like, uh, I meant at home. You know? man. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> point, at the, point at the screen. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, that was... Uh, We'll see what boxing can do once it comes back here in the U.S., yeah. right? Because that was, what, in Florida? Yeah, Florida, yeah. Um, the, the, the events in Nicaragua, like you mentioned, in Managua, Nicaragua, I guess it got good reviews, right? Yeah. People were... Yeah. That was, yeah, that was, a, it, again, it was, I mean, no COVID cases, pretty successful. You know, it kind of paves the way for how you can do events. Of course, there's always a risk. Nicaragua got a lot of, ri- like, a lot of, like, criticism for hosting this maybe too soon but i mean like again it's the results that matter like they showed that they handled it professionally no cases good fights competitive fights judging from what i saw was pretty good when i went back to look at it um so it was a pretty good event and so like in a way kind of kind of that, that w goes to boxing that there was no cases 
you know, proven. So. All right, Stax makes a good point here. Most fights on any card are with no fans. Usually they show up until the main event. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, got him. Yeah, no, that's true. Got him. Yeah, I mean, like the... the f- I mean, Lily's there since 3 p.m., right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you see, last time we were at the StubHub Center, we went to yeah. the Vargas against Cameda fight. Yeah. Right. Um, We were there early, and it was sunny as hell. I can't remember yeah. what month it was. It was probably last summer. Something like that. Around there. But it was hot and sunny at the oh, StubHub yeah. Center. No shade. So, yeah, it's in a venue like that, it's difficult to be there and stay in your seat yeah. that early. We, we just were walking around, right, and trying to find some shade. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, Sax is right, man. These guys don't show up till, till the main event, seventh round. This is how bad it is. We're sitting, like, up there and. I'm pretty sure the boxers can hear us. Like, we're yelling, right? Yeah. We're yelling just a bunch of random shit, but... Get out the way, ref. <laughs> we always talk to the ref. We talk to the ref way more. Do your job, ref! Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that's all I got for combat sports. You got anything else that you want? You want to mention some, some stuff? I mean, I, I guess we can, we can always talk about Mike, right? Yeah, when Ronnie beat Diego, that fight. Yeah, we can always that, talk about that, Mike. You seen the new video that he put up? He just... Mikey? Mike. Mike. Oh, Mike. Mike, Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Mike Tyson. There's some, Which a lot Mike, of Mike's. Uh, Mike Jordan. You name your kid Mike, 50-50 chance he's going to be great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson. He put up uh, some more clips of him doing some sparring. Oh, the I'm back one? He said the line, I'm back. Every mic is saying I'm back. But, um, yeah, it's he's 53. I know I know a lot of people, some people are excited to see him come back doing at least an exhibition match. Other people are like, mm, we don't want to see you come back. Uh, Holyfield put up a video where he kind of he's kind of sparring or yeah. he's, he's training. He looks a little bit slow. And you know what? I saw another video where Evander was looking at the meme, the one I posted a couple weeks ago, with the where he's wearing the mask, but one of the oh. ear things is off. Oh, you tagged him? No, no. Oh, he, he posted a video about okay, it. Okay, he's okay. looking at it. He's like, look what people are doing to me, man. <laughs> I got two ears and this and that. And he puts a mask on and he's telling people to be safe. But that was pretty funny. That's funny. <laughs> he's like, I got two ears, man. Look. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike Tyson looking sharp, man, but he is 53. Sometimes I, you know, fighters they always want to make one last fight, one last st- like stance, one last dance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if I want to see, if I see Mike exhibition matches only four to six rounders, I want to see him in there. Honestly, I don't really want to watch him fight. Nah, <laughs> no. I mean, three rounds. You see, um, Julio Chavez, and then I want to. I I would want him to fight an old guy. <laughs> Yeah, zero risk. <laughs> zero risk. Someone that makes you look good and makes you like kind of yeah. show flashes of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, see, we, I think we make pretty good promoters. <laughs> you know, pretty good um, managers. They'd be like, all right, you know what? We're going to... Good matchmakers. You know, we can size you up with the guy that's going to make you look good. See, I think he would hurt a guy like Holyfield right now. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah. Holyfield's like 60. Somebody old, but not that old. <laughs> yeah. So who would you match him with? I don't know, man. Shannon Briggs. I think he signed off or he, he's like, um, no. I think that was fake, right? Everybody was posting like, oh, look what happened. And then I think it was yeah, fake. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> fake, but that's that's a fighter I would put him in there with. Jen like, is like 50, close to his age. Is he? 
Yeah. I didn't realize 40s. he was that old. Late 40s, like at least. Well, that's a fight. Holyfield, three rounds. That's what Sean wants to see. Holyfield, three rounds? Three rounds, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't think Mike will hurt him, though. Like, I don't think he'll go at him like that. I don't think they'll both, I mean, no, I don't think anybody gets knocked down, but um, three rounds would be good. You know, it's like people would tune in to see that. Again, uh, the Mike that fought Holyfield was like in a dark place. He's not the same guy he is now. He's a little bit more, you know, he's matured, of course, so. Of course, he's always going to say that he's got that bad side. And, I mean, you have your good side, your bad side. So, um, but he's a lot more mature, a little bit more wise. They would show a lot of respect. You could tell they love each other outside the ring. Yeah. They've been through. You watched the podcast when Holyfield when on I'm, Mike's no, podcast? No. Nope. You haven't watched it? I haven't seen. It's good. You got to watch it. What do you say? What, what was the big takeaway from that? Um, Holyfield took a lot of advice from his mom. Okay. Like, um, I guess his mom would just... Kind of like Jordan's dad, oh, okay. like his mental stuff. Like I think uh, his mom would tell him, like if he would get hit, but it to not react. Like if your your opponent does something dirty, don't react. Hmm. Like don't show any weakness. Just uh, pretend like it's not bothering you, basically. Mm-hmm. And he just kept referencing his mom and all this. My mom told me this. My mom told me that. Like mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. It was pretty cool, man. They were just having like a real talk, like, yeah. humble and yeah. I mean, they they seem like they were good friends. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why they call Holyfield the real deal. He's just that one guy that he was a cruiserweight or light heavyweight. He was he's well respected in the amateurs in the Olympics. And for a while, <laughs> early in his career, they said that he would avoid Tyson. But when he finally stepped up, and when, of course, you're gonna hear these allegations of PED usage or whatever. But from Holyfield, yeah. But oh, at the man. yeah, but at the end of the day, like you're there with Tyson, you didn't succumb to the pressure of Mike. Tyson, the baddest man on the planet. You could have easily have done that, but it takes a lot of mental, mental fortitude to just stay in there and see it out. So respect to, to Holyfield on, on his career. Uh, he was the real deal for sure. Let's go to some common team. Let him fight Andy. Stacks. <laughs> oh, God. Let him fight Andy. Uh... Right now, Andy takes them. Andy Spar Holyfield. They should run it back. <laughs> <laughs> Comics bet Evander should bite him this time. <laughs> Stacks to the inside and Comics back with the jokes. Mike versus Andy would be like when Rocky fought Tarver. <laughs> when Rocky fought Tarver, yeah. I watched that one at the theaters, dude. That was okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Do you think Mike can? Hurt? I mean, let's say let's say Andy doesn't go hard on him like the first two rounds. Do you think Mike sneaks a, has enough punch to hurt Andy right now? Hell yeah! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I would love to see like a little exhibition just sparring. Like they tell Andy, "Hey, take it easy on Mike." He's old. Obviously, defend yourself. Hey man, but... say what you want, but that travieso against Julio Cesar Chavez. That shit was good. I would say it was a successful event. That shit was good. Twice, dude. right? Yeah, back to twice, back. Twice. Obviously, refs, like it was a show, dude. Refs yeah. getting punched. You know? <laughs> I'm surprised no one ran in the ring. And... Dude, that ref was so annoying. Bro. I was so <laughs> glad because he kept like getting in. I'm like, dude, pinch ref, touching out, like move out of the way, and freaking Chavez senior just freaking boom. <laughs> Shit was funny. That was a good fight. You see the quality though, the quality difference. Slight, I mean, favoring Chavez senior, but uh, dude, just the styles, man. Shit, like the styles even at their advanced ages <laughs> she was good to watch man she was she was dope yeah yeah any Ooh. other boxing news 
Any boxing news? Uh, did you see the clip of Teddy reacting to Mike Tyson? Yeah, you, you sent that. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. What do you guys think? <laughs> of, if you guys saw the clip of Teddy, what do you guys think about that? I know Joe feels his type of way towards Teddy. I personally like love that guy. I think he's hilarious. He's just so passionate about boxing. He's a little crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. He's a little... But he's, he's, he's so... Just he loves the sport so much and he gets all animated and like and into it. I think he's going like bang, like bad intentions, like still got it, dude. And this is a guy that pulled a gun on Mike. I never know the story, Joe, right? You, yeah. yeah. He pulled a gun on Mike because Mike did something to one of his close Wasn't yeah, it like his niece or something? His niece or a close friend, but it was yeah. So that's the only way to stop Mike. <laughs> I don't know why it reminds me of that good fella or no casino like where you're gonna beat up Tommy he he comes you know he brings a knife you go with the bat and you gotta at the end you gotta beat him but yeah it's uh it's 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 cool to see Teddy you know talk about how you know how bad Mike still is because at one point in time like they were like family you know he nurtured he trained Mike he Dude, there was more. Uh, so I read the book Bad Intentions, Gio. There was a. There was. What book is this? So it's a bad. It's a book on Mike Tyson up until like nineteen ninety three in his career, mm. where it talks about like mostly his upbringing. And there was a moment where like, dude, Mike was about to quit. Mike was about to quit because of that fear. He has so much fear, from like childhood trauma, being abandoned, not being confident in his in himself. He had the God-given abilities, but he was just not confident in himself. He used to stress a lot, right? Yeah. Like, I think that's why that part on his hair came about. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I think he said the story one time how he used to get, like, a random, like, patches on his hair because he was stressed so much. Oh, so the barber him? would just, like, hook him up with the little line and bang, <laughs> fix it up. Put some <laughs> put some paint on that? Yeah, so, like, it's, I read an interesting story when he was in the amateurs about to go pro. He was... I think preparing for for some Olympic trials or whatever. And he Mike Tyson was so damn scared that he was about to just like not even show up to the fight. Not even show up. He was just gonna bounce just because of the fear of not not having that confidence. It's crazy because uh Holyfield had a story like that too. Okay. Yeah. Uh but I think it was in, in the amateurs, like when he was young and mm. like he said this kid used to beat him up all the time and he just he didn't want to fight him anywhere. Yeah, like yeah. he he, he the other guy would literally make Holyfield cry. That's crazy. And he was like, when he was Shit. in his early teens, he was like, I don't want to fight the guy. Mm, that's know? crazy. It's, it's I think crazy. one time he, the kid beat him up bad and then he got home and, and he just went straight to his room and like fell asleep. Yeah. Because he's like, if my mom would have seen me, like she would have, she would have like got really pissed at me because I, yeah. I was getting beat up by this kid all the time. Damn. That's in boxing in the gym. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> being like being a, I mean. Stepping into a boxing gym is scary. You're going in there, you're going to take some damage, and you don't know what the guy has. Like, you don't know if you're going to, what's going to happen. And so it was interesting to read that anecdote where Teddy was like coaching Mike, like, you train so hard, you, you have all these God given talents, you, you're better than this guy. Stop, you know, stop just having these doubts. You've already put it in all that work, you were going to destroy this guy. You know, and it's crazy that Mike had a, he had to be coached and been like, he needed to be told those words to finally yeah. believe it and to step in the ring. And I think he knocked the guy in like one or two rounds, but his fear was so, so strong that he almost like, you know, 
he was he was about to hop on the bus and just take off and get disqualified. And you know, it was a guy like Teddy Atlas that knew all the work that Mike put in and kind of brought him back and showed him that you know that he was the man. And it's crazy to see like that little clip now because it's like you know Teddy still loves him deep down inside. He still has some like affinity for him and some love for him. And you know that was his boy growing up. Obviously, like the past took him different ways and. You know, it is what it is, but um, it's. I think he's grown to respect him a bit more now. With uh, Mike is, you know, a different person now. He's, of course, like I said, you still have your your sides, your bad sides, your good sides. But he's a father now. He's been through hell. He's been through a bunch of, you know, failed marriages. He's married now, and so it's you know he's at a different point in his life, and it's cool to see Teddy still like giving him praise even now. So yeah, what what do we got in the comments? But it's crazy how um. We were talking about this too, mm-hmm. uh, when when Sean and Stax were on our podcast. Uh, we're talking about he didn't want to fight anymore, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we we're talking about Martinez comeback and yeah. Tyson Fury saying he didn't retire young, mm-hmm. and then Mike Tyson saying he just didn't want to train anymore, he didn't want to yeah. fight anymore. But I, I read some quote about something: the gods of war awakened him, or some crazy stuff that Mike? I got scared reading. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and, he said he was back. <laughs> nice. I mean, we've seen, we've seen, we've heard this before, right? We've just heard it from Mike, uh, Michael Jordan, right? Where he didn't have the motivation anymore, right? He didn't have like that fire anymore. Sometimes you need like this break, or you need to go do something else, or you need to retire, you need to do all kinds of things. And like Michael Jordan, it was he play baseball. He didn't play baseball. He didn't go do something that he loved. Maybe he wasn't the greatest at. That's um, how bored he was. He went to play baseball. <laughs> dude. That's crazy. I know we joked about it on our little <laughs> message board. Though. But that's crazy. You're so good, so dominant in your own sport that you just get bored. You're just like, I need something different. I need something to challenge me. Yeah, I need something. Yeah, and so obviously he picked a sport where he wasn't the greatest. He was an icon, of course. People like kind of, did you hear that? That people kind of went easy on him like the first month <laughs> in baseball because they just respected him so much. So he was God hitting damn right as you should, <laughs> as you should. He was hitting balls up like you know like, and so people were getting like, in awe. But then like they started getting fastballs, so they started striking him out more and more and more, and so yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's it's the mics, man. The mics. I'm gonna name my kid Mike. Uh oh. <laughs> man, what what are these comments saying, bro? And that y'all fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. let me go on Instagram Live. Did we go on Instagram Live? Like Mason the Line Dixon. That's funny. All right. Any uh, any um other? Are we gonna make any announcements today or no? Uh, we, I mean we could we could talk about who we're gonna have on uh on Friday, right? Yeah. Is it official? Officially official? It's officially official. We we'll have Miss Gloria and her fighter. On Friday, you want to talk a little bit more about him, Gio? Yeah, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have Mr. Alan Garcia on on Friday. Um, he's been training with with G, right, with Miss Gloria. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to make his professional debut soon. Yeah, I saw some picture with of him and, and Ryan Garcia. Um, he was in Mexico training. Um, see, Comics Bed loves Michael Jordan. He said, "My." Oldest son, his name is middle name is Michael. Okay. Michelada. What? <laughs> Michelada. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, yeah, we're gonna have him. 
on Friday. Okay. Friday. Um, let me let me set this down. Yeah, but we're gonna have them Friday. Um, we're gonna do a live podcast. Um, should be around eight p.m. So you guys could tune in. But he's an exciting young young uh, prospect. Um, yeah, we gotta ask him some stuff because I saw him in the gym with Ryan recently, and mm-hmm. I saw him doing some photo shoot or something. I don't know what was going on, but okay. we'll ask him about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's uh, this Friday around eight p.m. Yeah, we're gonna ask him. Like, you got other plans outside of boxing, bro? You gotta tell us now, man. And so, yeah. Bro, Stacks is Mr. Allen. Stacks is everywhere. He's on the live, too. What's up? <laughs> so that's Mr. Allen on Friday, 8 p.m. with Miss Gloria, his his trainer. Yeah, and we might have a Roxy calling in. She's still in Mexico, mm-hmm. so we might have her calling yeah. as well. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned. It's, it's this Friday. Yeah. Should be fun. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What else we got? What else we got? Uh, I'll ask you this question, G. Um, this guy has a question. Which which fighter would you be most excited to see come out of retirement for one last fight? Bro, Sergio, Sergio Martinez. He's already almost there. Okay. And he's still training. He's still mm-hmm. training, you know. That's it. He's looking, yeah. He's- one fight, fight in Spain against, a, you know, maybe somebody his age somebody or a really young guy and bam. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm, I could kind of put some names out there, Ortiz, Maidana, of course, Martinez. Those are just some names that are just hinting at, at making a comeback. Um, I agree. Martinez, I think, is the one that I think he's taking it more serious. He, I mean, obviously, people talk about comebacks, but, I mean, he's kind of showing it. Again, it doesn't matter if you whatever you post, as long as you're doing it. It doesn't matter what you post. If you're doing it, you're doing it, and you're training day by day, it's going to show. But, yeah, he's actually putting it out on social media so you see that progress of him training him talking doing doing lives every, almost every day right talking about that mm-hmm. the comeback he talks about a lot of a lot of other topics but um yeah it's like he's on his way that that fight is still you know that point is to be determined but it's it's set so as soon as this clears up the COVID-19 we'll see Martinez back in the ring he's gonna postpone it of course his a uh, Hall of Fame induction so you're giving, I mean, that's that's that kind of says you're really, really about that return. And we talked to his trainer, the team. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm excited for that, too. But of course, we don't want to see him too long in the game. Maybe one or yeah, two fight fights. Somebody is aging. Bang. Yeah. Call it a day. Call it a day. All right. What current fighter that's fighting now that's active are you most excited to see come back? It's fighting now. Yeah, you can say Canelo. You can say. Oh, sick man! Usyk. This guy has not <laughs> fought anybody in the heavyweight division. We all, you know, rate him very high, and I want to see him in the heavyweight division, man. His fights, for some reason, keep getting postponed, canceled. So, man, Usyk, Usyk's yeah. the man. Okay. Yeah, I'm a little surprised I haven't seen more, you know, comedy like clips of him on on Instagram. He's known for that. He's very entertaining. So I miss I miss seeing that. That really does add to the excitement that builds into an event for me. Yeah. Sean has a good question. Okay. If you made your own sanctioning body, what would the initials be? <laughs> hmm. Our own sanctioning body. A-T-R-F-C. <laughs> A-T-R-F-C. Against the Ropes. Against the Ropes Fighting Commission. Hey, okay. Bang. What's up? 
against the ropes fighting commission damn shit that's like marketing genius gonna start doing shirts <laughs> okay afc i like that fighting commission i like that or jbo just boxing live just boxing Either live jbo isn't that yeah. a wrestler <laughs> john bradshaw <laughs> layfield <laughs> that's funny it's like i was racist bro I'm like, dude <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Dude, looking back oh now, God, I wasn't that more offended, bro. Like, dude, he was so racist, bro. Like, guy. That's oh, like man. every Trump supporter's like favorite wrestler. He had the horns on the limo, dog. <laughs> dude, he would, he would diss Eddie Guerrero so much, like on a race level, dude. That shit was like, he was entertained, but I was like, I don't know. I remember like disliking him, but I was like, I should dislike him way more, but. What did I know? I was a kid. That guy was racist, dude. I hated when he talked. Dude, there was one clip where he, like, chased down, like, some undocumented, like, immigrants, like, out in, like... Like, um... Dude, that shit was bad. Like, not part of the show? It was part of the show, but, like, <laughs> they made it seem like... I don't know. That I don't was like so that bad. Guy. We're gonna skip so a Comics Vex question over here. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> what do you ask? Who's the greatest basketball player ever? We already uh, answered that one. Refer to episode 84 for the answer. Do you? <laughs> uh, too many letters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> too many letters. <laughs> Has to fit on the belt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll come back to that. I'll, I'll think of some more. Yeah, that's a tough one. For what? The uh, commission? Yeah. Initials? Yeah. I mean, I like the ATR. We just have to kind of like <laughs> work with what we got. World boxing. You have to put me in there. World boxing commission. What boxing champion should uh, try WWE next? <laughs> well, you said world champion. I was going to say Rollies. <laughs> <laughs> um, what world champion? Besides Size and Fury, of course. I'll, tell, I'll ask a question. What belt holds more weight the wwe belt or the interim belts in boxing the wwe bro <laughs> come on it's not scripted come on dude Man. you get 10 million instant followers if you get the wwe belt damn is that true look it up i'm not <laughs> lying <laughs> Man. okay all right, this is a funny question. Who, what fighter are you least looking forward to see come back by active fighter? Um, I'm gonna piss off Sean with this one, Terence Crawford. Ooh, because he's just gonna fight some Eastern European guy and knock Damn. him out in two rounds. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna. I like Terence Crawford, but you bring up a good point. <laughs> Damn, he's made a living out of fighting foreign fighters. When's the last time he fought an American? In a minute, it's been a minute. No, you know, I want to see him fight, but man, you bring you know, what at least am, am I looking forward to? I've said I, I, I would tune into his next fight, but Adrian Broner, I just don't even care who he fights anymore. You see his comments like he's asking for 10 million to fight who just to fight. And like, you read all these comments, people are like, dude, you press yourself out, your stock has fallen. I can see Ryan fighting him in a couple years when he moves up, yeah, yeah. He will. I know Adrian Brown will jump on that. His, his Danny Garcia. Will make you don't want to see Danny Garcia? 
Yeah, Danny's just... Well, he was supposed to come back against Spence, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Spence had the accident, and then they're probably going to give him some I just, random with, PBC opponents. Or, with Danny, I just feel like he's not as entertaining in the ring Yeah, if he's not much. fighting a Sean Porter, if he's not fighting a Keith Thurman, it's yeah. kind of like... Again, if we talked about it, even if you lose, make it exciting. But even in losing, he hasn't been too competitive. He hasn't been... I don't know. It just hasn't been... He kind of doesn't have that spark anymore. Or that... that He still has a punch, of course. He's still like... You know, you know what? I want to... Random. I want to watch Abner Midas come back now. He's... I mean, he's All bringing... this hype that happened this week, they're selling some fights out there. Yeah. Yeah. He said, just... nah, fuck him. <laughs> Danny... <laughs> Comics said is not a fan of Danny. I'm not a fan of Danny either. I'm not either. Early on, <laughs> early on, he was cool, but like, give me a hell yeah. I think the most, the most, the, his high point was uh, American. I want to say, in his highest point, in my opinion, was against Matisse. Matisse, that was that okay, fight. Yeah, that was he good. had to fight. Yeah, that was a credible. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. I was mad. <laughs> You're mad. I think that was that on the undercard of Canelo Mayweather. Might have been. Yeah. Or might have been. But that was probably his best fight, I think. Some people will say his highest point was uh, against Rod Salka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, oh, man. All right, a couple more questions, and then we'll get out of here. Cool, cool, cool. What else you got? Another question? From oh. me or from the fans? Um, you have any more or no? Uh, let's see. Um, I had another. One. I had another question. His cool. highest point was getting out outboxed by Khan, but hitting a lucky haymaker. Yeah, that was a problem with combat then, dude. It was, mm-hmm. you, you knew it was gonna take one punch. Kind of sad, but that was a reality. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. <laughs> What was Amir Khan's highest point? Amir Khan's highest point? Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Did he beat Chino? I can't remember that. He beat but Chino. I just remember they were knocking each other down. Yeah, he beat Chino. Uh, he beat Chino. That was a good fight. I'm going to say beating Polly. <laughs> Khan beat Polly? Yeah, he beat Polly. But he was very young. That, well, that was gonna, that's got to be a while ago, huh? Yeah, that was a minute ago. <laughs> Sean said, I don't know about Lucky. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was like he was well timed. Uh, Amir Khan's highest point. In a way, yeah, it was a Maidana. I think, I think Maidana fight was his biggest win. And it was a very. Dude, he was in survival mode. Like late, late in that fight. But his best, his best win. He didn't fight Victor Ortiz, huh? Nah, that should have been good. That, that would be a good fight now. Either one of those guys can win. Yeah. Real talk. That's true. Yeah. Come on, Victor. He, Victor's not gonna have Berto's door again, and at Josecito's, which will still sell. But like, go go after Khan. You have that you have that chance. Yeah, I would say. God, my... I don't know who enemy is, man. Flat out. Dude, even even Khan Broner would still kind of sell. But yeah, Khan's think... highest point: his chin before Prescott connected. Oh, <laughs> who said that? Comics said. <laughs> Dang. That was in the UK too, huh? <laughs> early, early, early on in his career, very, very, yeah. A lot of people told him not to take that fight. He should have. He shouldn't have taken it. 
Prescott is from Colombia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, no, I think that's it. That's his highest point. Mm-hmm. What's his lowest point? <laughs> Shit. His lowest point? There's some highly ranked ones up there. I think the Danny would have to be one of them. Danny. Obviously, Canelo, even though we saw we knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would I would I would say Terrence Crawford just because like he's already on the on the low, and he and got hit low. Huh? I see. I see what <laughs> you're trying to say here. I see. He got put down and he quit. <laughs> he he kind of actually. I didn't watch corner. that fight. Actually, that's why. Yeah, you didn't want. Yeah, it was on your birthday, right? Might have been. Yeah, you're like fortunately. Hey. <laughs> and his his corner pretty much. I think it was on. My yeah, the corner pretty much threw in that towel because hey, I was roast. I was I was making fun of the whole. <laughs> Up until then, like, you you had a birthday gift on your fight. Um, yeah, and like his corner stepped in and t- they kind of put him out of his misery. But, yeah. Comic spit. When he fell after press got connected. <laughs> <laughs> that was man. bad. That's a highlight. Hey, man, Amir Khan's going to run into us one day. Like, For real. I heard that shit y'all were talking. And I'm going to be like, you know what? A million other people have said the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, you were out boxing Canelo the first rounds, bro. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, that's his low light. Yeah. All, all right, right, man. That's all I got. Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. man. I think that's it. Yeah. Um. Make sure to tune in Friday. Friday we're gonna be here at eight p.m. We're gonna be here early this time, right? Mm-hmm. Took me an hour to try to mess with this um mixer and microphones. That's why I don't like um messing with new equipment. Something go always goes wrong, right? Yeah. At my house, everything was perfect. Brought it over here. I was like, I'm ready to go. And then the like, we couldn't even hear each other on the thing. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Khan would have been special if he had a chin. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure. You know, I always still wanted to watch uh, Khan against Mayweather. Yeah, I think. Mayweather's not the hardest puncher. Mm-hmm. You know, like Khan against Pacquiao. You know, if Pacquiao catches him, it's over. he's not going to be good. Yeah. You know, even if he's smaller, mm-hmm. and, you know, he, he still has that. Carries that power. Yeah. With Mayweather, we didn't see him knock anybody out mm-hmm. unless he was sucker punching them or unless he was fighting a guy who was oh and oh and oh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I think Mayweather fight that would have been interesting. Like you said, the, the Mayweather doesn't carry the biggest punch, the biggest power. Mayweather has trouble with speedsters like Judah, like Mosley. You know, we know that Amir Khan was one of the fastest boxers in his prime, even, mm-hmm. you know, then tell like the tail end of his career, he still had some speed. He showed it against Canelo. That would have been interesting. I think Mayweather even put up, put up, put out a poll, right? Who the fans wanted him to face, and I think Amir Khan yeah. was the highest, but he still went with Maidana. Or that would have been a big money fight, all the UK fans. Heck yeah! You know the 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 second fight between Joshua and Reese sold like over a million pay per views in the UK. Oh yeah, pay per views are like twenty five pounds over there, but it's yeah. still. I think it was probably the highest grossing ever. Yeah. Highest selling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that would have been a huge fight in the UK. Yeah. I think Amir Khan with headgear would have been a all time great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're gonna make this you're gonna make that into a clip, huh? Shit. Bro, yeah. we're gonna be like stacks out here. People are gonna be coming after Ooh. us. <laughs> I'm not right. giving out my address though. <laughs> For their safety. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah. You know, I, I, like I, I think his his high Amir Khan's high one was was when he was sparring Pacquiao. Amir Khan. Yeah, when he was approaching them. Yeah, that was his. Those high. are good times for him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember we, the first time we ever talked to Roach when we went to the to the wild card. Mm-hmm. 
it was probably after that fight, the Amir Khan against uh, Lamont Peterson. Yeah. Which I think it was a draw or or he lost that fight. I think he lost mm. on points. Like the point deduction. Got a point deduction like yeah. and, and Roach was still very mad at that. And yeah. we're like, yeah, we're 100% agreeing yeah. with him. Yeah, but I saw those sparring sessions with Pacquiao. I'm going to say, dude, Amir got the better of Pacquiao in those ones. That's when Pacquiao yeah. was on a high. So that would have been a yeah. great fight. Like you said, Pacquiao has that power. If they had that headgear exhibition, that is a truly good... southpaw, so it would have been a little different. Yeah, but Comics so. Vet says, maybe they wouldn't have fought Khan, though. He would have chose someone smaller and older who didn't give him a threat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mayweather ducked a lot of people, man. If you go back and watch all these old fights, like, like for example, I think I was watching... Um, Paul Williams against Margarito, mm-hmm. and they were saying that they they fought each other because Mayweather didn't want to fight him, them, or he yeah. didn't want Margarito back in yeah. the day. And they were both under top rank, I think. Still, I think so. So they were yeah, Mayweather's bit, notorious for ducking people. They were a little bit. They were pretty big for 147 pounders at that time. Yeah, right? and then the, they fought each other at 154. Paul Williams especially was big. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. they fought at 54. At 54, because like mm-hmm. we're not fighting Mayweather. Just, we're big guys that just fight at 154. Yeah. But I think there's a clip where Margarito goes up to Mayweather at like at a at a signing. Yeah. And he's and obviously Margarito's talking to him in Spanish. And you hear Mayweather be like, Oh yeah, we're gonna fight. Oh, we're gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't worry, we're gonna fight. <laughs> they never do. Yeah. Which is kinda smart because like, yeah. we don't know why Margarito was on what whatever the Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Dude, we still Allegedly. Get, we still get comments from that video. I know. But mostly it was on the on our podcast and I yeah. made a clip of us talking about the Margarito <clears throat> raps and Dude, people are still angry at that. Yeah. People are cussing everybody out. You're such an idiot. He was <laughs> cheating. You're stupid. How do you know he was cheating in that fight? This yeah. and that. It was crazy, dude. The thing is, like, when you search, like, cheating or boxing, like, that's one of the top ten. Like, you see that and Or you you, you search up Margarito hand wraps. That one pops, pops up. And I think we have one of the like the best interviews with 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 uh, Shane where we he broke it about, down, man. He broke it down, and yeah. and I was very surprised that he wasn't like angry or yeah, he wasn't being biased. He was just like I was gonna beat him either way. That's what he said. Damn, he's like I was so prepared. I don't care what he had. I don't care if they told me he had some stuff in his gloves before the fight. I was just locked in. I knew I was gonna beat him, mm-hmm. even though he was an underdog, right? Yeah, like yeah. a big underdog, like big. four to one or something yeah. like that. Yeah, this is Margarita coming off his wins over Cotto. Like he was just like. The man, the most like feared guy in the welterweight division, and the, people saw Mosley as like old, past yeah. his prime. But then that respect to Mosley, man, he kept the chill during that whole interview. Not mad, yeah. not like he's like smiling the whole time. He's like, I was gonna beat him. Nice guy, man. Yeah, cool guy. Derek, he's not driving anymore, or maybe he's still on the side of the road. Fuck the Mayweather's. Who said that? Derek. Deal. Sean, the fighters he fought will be remembered as tougher competitors he he duck he quote-unquote duck these fighters but fought Cotto and Canelo instead that, not back in the day we're talking about before that and Cotto was old and Canelo was like yeah. he couldn't even legally drink I think <laughs> I think he was 23 <laughs> but still very he's 22 22, 22, 22 but he's still very young but um smart yeah. man man smart businessman yeah. all right he still has two L's in his resume Ryan, we I think we've gone over this. Castillo and he lost the, to Castillo, and then he, he should have been disqualified. Then when his uncle started the riot. So what is he? What is his official record? Fifty and zero or fifty one and zero? 
I don't even know. But he's 49 and 2. I stopped keeping track after he started fighting like the Ghost Guerrero and Andre Berto. And then I'm still mad that I paid for that. Fuck. McGregor. And still mad. But yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> pick it apart however you want. They'll be remembered as better. Yeah, so I don't want to hear an excuse of Sean when we, when we say that that Canelo be con, right? Because he's a name. <laughs> On paper, he's a name. Cotto, too. But anyway, let's get out of here. Uh, Friday, 8 p.m., we'll be here. We'll have a special guest, and uh, we'll be live once again. And make sure, um, well, you guys are sure you already follow us, but make sure to st still follow us and keep up uh, with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff, and YouTube, of course. Cool, cool. Sure. Any shout-outs? Shout-outs. Shout-out to Abner Mares, man. <laughs> yeah. Good entertainment. I like it. All right. You? Yeah. Shout-out <laughs> to my, my friend Carissa. She is uh, starting a platform space, creating the escape, where she's giving uh, space to up-and-coming artists to showcase her talent. So that's that's cool. Up-and-coming. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, shout-out to Comics Vet here on the check-in. Make sure to sub to his channel. Uh, follow him on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh, make sure to follow Sean as well. Hey. Sean Just Boxing Live. Um, the uh, deadline for for the, the pandemic relief grant, I forget the exact name, but it's coming up, right, on the 15th. So um, if you guys still know of anyone who may, uh, you know, who may... Uh, I don't even know what I'm... Who, who's going to qualify for that grant? Yeah, who qualifies. Yeah, I got distracted here by all the fire emojis here. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to apply for that grant can uh, reach out to Just Boxing Live to Sean, get more details on that. And uh, yeah, it's a great uh, thing that Sean and Just Boxing Live are doing, helping these fighters, showing the example, paving the way for how boxing should be helping their fighters. So, yeah. Yeah, and then also shout out to Chicana Boxing, Lily. She had a... Um, Jesse Magdaleno recently yeah. on her live and um, that's up on YouTube. She was here earlier. Shout out to her. Make sure to follow her on all the platforms as well. She's kind of boxing. Make sure to sub to that um, YouTube channel. Hey. Yeah. Hey. May 15th. Thanks so much. Got you, Sean. Got you. And you guys will be doing a show on Sunday, right, Sean? We'll wait for his response there. And, yeah, that's it for us, man. We'll see how this came out. Hey. We struggled a little bit here to get yeah. things up and running today. But, yeah. man. At the end, it sounded like no no sound problems at the end. So they can hear us, apparently. Down. We good. We solid. It's looking nice, the background. Yeah. We're going to be here for a bit, I suppose, you yeah. know. We're not going to be in the studio for a while. So we're going to get used to this. We're going to keep making improvements, and hopefully you guys like it. So, um, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. This has been Joe Bayless and Christian A. Smith. <laughs> yep. Yep. We out. That's funny. Shout out to Against the Ropes. You know what mine, mine is? Let's box bitches. It's almost fight night.
Thank you very much.